Hi friends, welcome back. I am so excited about this month um, because I know last month we we did more of a, a clearing, a cleansing, a decluttering practice every day. And this month I wanted to bring us back to meditation. Um, and so I kind of designed uh, how I want the next 28 days to look for us, right? So we're going to do some daily meditation practices that are not going to be very long, right? They'll be anywhere from five to maybe about 20 minutes. Um, I don't think, I don't even think they'll be that long, maybe 15 at the most, right? So they'll be very small moments of time so that it's easier for us to digest, right? And allow our meditation to truly guide us throughout the rest of our days. I've broken it down by week. So we'll truly have each week where we'll focus on a particular theme. So with today will be the beginning of week one. And I'm really excited about this week one. Um, I, I'm actually excited about all the weeks, every single one of them. They're going to be absolutely amazing. So thank you for being here. Thank you for coming along on this journey with me. And I hope that you get as much out of these meditations as I do. Loving kindness is sometimes described as extending friendship to ourselves and to others. Not in the sense of liking everyone or dispensing universal approval, but more as an inner knowing that our lives are all intricately connected. See, loving kindness is a power of the heart that honors this connection. And when we practice it, we acknowledge that every one of us shares the same wish to be happy and the same vulnerability to change and suffering. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Dan in real life, but it has Steve Carroll in it. He's a single dad. And there's this line that seems to sum up the nature of loving kindness so well. One of the characters says straight from the heart, love is not a feeling, it's an ability. See, loving kindness isn't the same as passion or romantic love, and it's not sappy sentimentality. We don't necessarily have to like or even approve of everyone whom we offer loving kindness to. But focusing our attention on inclusion and caring creates powerful connections that challenge the idea of an us-them world by offering a way to see everyone as us. I think the key to loving kindness is recognizing that all human beings want to be part of something fulfilling or meaningful, that we're all vulnerable to change and loss, that our lives can turn on a dime in an instant. We could lose a loved one, our life savings, even our jobs. 
See, I believe that loving kindness is being developed in any skillful practice of meditation, even if it's not named or articulated properly. If we go back to the first exercise that we practiced, developing concentration by settling our attention on a chosen object, like the feeling of the breath, we see the quiet role of loving kindness. When we discover that it usually isn't 800 breaths before our minds wander. More commonly, it's one breath, maybe two or three, and then we're gone. Then comes the moment when we realize we've been distracted. Our common response would be to feel that we failed, right? To rail against ourselves. What we practice, though, is letting go gently rather than harshly and returning to the object of concentration with kindness and compassion for ourselves. Thus, those qualities deepen even if we don't give voice to those words. Loving kindness is also present in mindfulness of the body and thoughts and emotions. This is the non-judgmental quality within mindfulness that truly sees what our experience is without adding shame or blame or comparing or refining negativity. As in, I am such an angry person and I always will be, right? The more mindful we are, the more kindness and compassion toward ourselves that we are cultivating. And of course, There are meditation techniques that are specifically devoted to the strengthening of those qualities like loving kindness and compassion. And that's what we really dedicate this week of our practice to. Because loving kindness opens our attention and it makes it more inclusive, transforming the way we view ourselves and the world. So instead of being so caught up in the construct of self and other and us and them, that we tend to walk around with, we see things much more in terms of connection to all. And the transformation from alienation to connection can begin within ourselves. So in contrast to our usual ways of thinking, which might regard loving kindness and compassion as gifts, we can do nothing to cultivate or immediate emotional reactions we just enjoy but can stabilize these qualities is seen as skills that we can develop through our meditation practice. I mean, not in the sense of forcing ourselves to feel or even worse, pretend to feel something that is totally not there. Instead, if we learn to pay attention in a different, more open way, seeing the good within ourselves instead of just fixating on what we don't like, noticing those we usually ignore or look right through, letting go of categories and assumptions when we relate to others. We're creating the conditions for loving kindness and compassion to truly flow through us. It is worth undertaking the experiment for this week, my friends. And at the end of this week, it'll be time to reassess our experience throughout. And if we want to pursue meditation deeper, think about which technique seems most inviting for the now. So enjoy this week.
Now that we've come to the end of our four weeks, I'd love to encourage you to see if there's a commitment that you'd like to make towards a dedicated meditation practice for yourself. A reasonable commitment for a reasonable length of time. Whatever that looks like for you. For example, 10 minutes each day for two weeks or a month. Whether it's sitting, walking, or lying down. Choose whichever practice that you want because it resonates with you or it seems appropriate or you feel intrigued yet somewhat challenged by it. And remember that if on certain days you only have two minutes, do that rather than skipping a day altogether. And then at the end of that period of two weeks or a month or whatever you've chosen, you can decide if you want to do it again. So I want to thank you and congratulate you for continuing our exploration. And think of it as when you come to the end of a period of retreat or even the end of a single day that you can dedicate the force of this work that we've been doing together to happiness and to the welfare of others. In fact, what we do in terms of inner work is never for ourselves alone. It's for the greater good of all. So to begin our last day of our 28-day meditation practice. I'd like you to begin with a nice, comfortable seat. Again, closing your eyes or leaving them slightly open if that feels good to you. And see if you can tap into this feeling of a little delight that You've spent this time caring for yourself, for paying attention, for being willing to begin again, for offering love and kindness and letting go of habits. See, all of those things are a huge part of a very positive force this positive energy. So allow yourself to delight in that. It's not arrogance or being egotistical, but it's truly experiencing the joy of making certain choices. And you can become aware of how interconnected we actually are as people, as creatures, as this entire planet. Because as alone and cut off as we sometimes might feel, the reality 
the truth of our existence is that we are all connected. If you think about it, if you were to go outside and look at a tree, there's a way of seeing it as a single solid entity. But there's also a way of looking at that tree and sensing the earth which has nurtured it and all the things that affect that tree. Take a moment to reflect on this way of seeing for just a moment. Look at the tree and sense the rainfall and everything that affects the quality of that rain. The air and the sun and the moon. All the people who have stewarded that plot of land that that tree is growing on perhaps for centuries. And if we go out and actually look at a tree, we can also sense all of these relationships, influences, interactions, those connections that make up the tree. Think of your own life at this moment. How many people, how many encounters, how many joys and how many sorrows have brought you to this moment in time? Who we are is not really separate from that. Who gave you something or told you something that made you interested in this meditation practice? Who's helped you and inspired you? What about those that you've hurt? Not in just an annoying kind of way, but perhaps the ones who've really brought you to some kind of edge. So maybe you've thought, I've really got to find another way or look for another kind of happiness in order to be free. Because those people, all of those people may be a part of why we're here together right now. Who grew the food that you've eaten so far today? Who transported it? 
how many creatures on the earth were involved in that food. Who made the clothes that you're wearing or built the building that you're sitting in? See, our lives are so connected. None of us really exist apart or independent. And in honor of that, as a quality of remembering, we can dedicate or offer the positive energy that we generate in our meditation to others and ultimately to all of life. We dedicate that positive energy to those who have helped us. Maybe somebody took care of things at home so you'd have more free time. Or maybe someone has been encouraging you. You can take that energy, that positive force, that sense of possibility that you've been generating and you can dedicate it to them so that the work that you're doing within is for them as well. You can make that offering just as if your hand was open, your fingers spread and someone was pouring water. Because you're not holding on to or retaining the water. It's just pouring right through you. So in just that way, you can dedicate that positive energy that you've developed to the happiness and the well-being of those who have helped you and those that you know are hurting, those that seem frightened or challenged so that the greater awareness, that sensitivity, that love and that kindness that you've developed can be dedicated to their happiness as well and then to your family to the greater community around you and beyond because every step that we take toward greater peace and understanding is affecting everyone around us. So we take and we dedicate this positive force to their happiness and their well-being. And all the beings 
everywhere by virtue of the actions that we've taken toward the good, toward understanding ourselves, toward being more peaceful. And may all of that be of benefit to all beings everywhere. And when you feel ready, you can open your eyes. This is one of the strongest perspectives that we can bring into our everyday experiences. This past week, we've explored various dimensions of loving kindness for ourselves, for others, and for all. We've looked at intentionally including recognition of the good one and others. Taking the time to remember that all beings want to be happy. And the fundamental reflection on how interconnected all of our lives are. So it's a useful time to look back and reflect on your experience and Think about how you'd like to carry this forward into your everyday life. And now that we've come to the end of our four weeks together, I'd like to encourage you to see if there's a commitment that you'd like to make towards a dedicated meditation practice a reasonable commitment for a reasonable length of time. For example, 10 minutes each day for two weeks or for a month. That would mean that you aim for 10 minutes of a formal practice, whether it's sitting, whether it's walking, whether it's lying down. Remembering to choose whichever practice you want because you resonate with it or it seems appropriate or you feel intrigued by it but still challenged. Remembering that if on certain days you only have two minutes, do that rather than skipping altogether. And that at the end of that period of time, whether you chose two weeks or a month or maybe longer. Decide if you want to do it all over again. Because having a regular, more formal practice is the best way to help us remember to breathe when we're at work and starting to get agitated. It reminds us to simply walk from room to room without also texting at the same time. And you'll begin to feel these principles and ways of being naturally. That they come to you more and more every day. And with that daily practice being that regular, powerful mini course that refreshes your skills and helps you make meditation and mindfulness part of your everyday life. 
know that this is not the last meditation that we will do together. But I hope that you did enjoy this four-week meditation practice and that you take it with you into your everyday life, at least a small part of it.